Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's continue in our evangelism training. By your fruits, you will know them. This is how Jesus taught us to evaluate ministries. We know based on the fruit that they bear, the results that they produce. So your evangelistic walk, your evangelistic life, is it bearing fruit? Are you actually seeing people come to salvation in Christ? So far in this series, we began by just looking at all of evangelism through the soteriological lens. Sometimes your soteriology can either set up or sabotage your evangelistic life from the very beginning. We looked at how to bring up the sacred conversation. Do you ever think about spiritual things? When you go to church, where do you go? What do you believe about God? Hey, I'm one of those weird Jesus people. What do you think? Uh, we talked about beginning the conversation. We looked at these five Bible verses that you can use to both explain the gospel and then pray the gospel. And at some point, this thing's going to bear fruit or not. All right, look at John the Baptist as an incredible, incredible example for all of us to emulate. John's gospel opens up with the teachings of the Logos. I have taught that about a hundred times. Don't worry, I'm not going to review what I've already reviewed, but I do want to point your eyes uh, to what comes next in John 1, 19. That's what we taught at the beginning of our series, How God Lights Our Darkness. This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, who are you? He didn't deny it, but confessed, I'm not the Messiah. What then? They asked him, are you Elijah? I am not, he said. Are you a prophet? No, he answered. Who are you then? They asked. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? He said, I'm a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now, the, uh, now they had been sent from the Pharisees, so they asked him, why then do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? I baptize with water, John answered them. Someone stands among you, but you don't know him. He is the one coming after me whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. All this happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I told you about. After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. We remember this, the primordial, the pre-existence of Jesus is one of the things that makes him superior to us. I didn't know him, but I came baptizing with water so he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and he rested on him. I didn't know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water told me the one you see the Spirit descending and resting on, he is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John was standing with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. Who uh, The disciples heard him say this and followed Jesus. So John is bearing fruit like crazy. And how is he doing it? all by pointing to Jesus, pointing to Jesus, pointing to Jesus. He becomes less, Jesus becomes greater. Your evangelistic walk is not dependent on your own greatness. Rather, it points to the greatness of Jesus. Emulate John the Baptist and you're gonna bear fruit. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That simple proclamation is used by God to bear fruit. He describes Jesus as one who is so great that He's not even worthy to untie his sandals. Like that's how high his view of Jesus is. Does this mean that John the Baptist has self-esteem issues? <laughs> no, 
No. <laughs> Read more on John the Baptist for his boldness and how, incre how incredibly God used him. He went through some dark times too. He went through some, he did time in prison and he even came to a place of doubt for a brief moment. But God used him profoundly. He was considered like the greatest pastor ever born of a woman. And this is his ministry, modus operandi, to just point to Jesus, magnify Jesus. Jesus must become greater, I must become less. If your whole goal in evangelism is to win an argument, you're not gonna bear that much fruit. If your goal in evangelism, like John the Baptist, is to just point to Jesus, man, God's gonna use you all day long. A broken and contrite spirit, God will not despise. These are the offerings to God. Emulate John the Baptist, and you're gonna see people saved because you are fitting the bill of exactly the very forerunner and herald of the Messiah himself. What a perfect template for a fruitful evangelist. Just imitate John the Baptist. Talk about how great Jesus is. You're not winning arguments. You're not intellectually superior. Your worldview happens to be intellectually superior, but you get no credit for that. You just point to Jesus and you point to Jesus. You point to Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. It's a simple proclamation and God has used it to bear fruit this is an excellent example to follow if you want to see evangelistic fruit in your life. Make yourself less and God more. You are humble and self-aware. You magnify Jesus. You lift up the sun. God will gather people toward himself. What a beautiful, beautiful purpose in life and what a beautiful redemptive aspect to our vocations. Emulate John the Baptist. If you want to bear evangelistic fruit, make much of Jesus. Are you ready? Go evangelize.